Hi everybody, Kat here. Welcome to Love First. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. So happy to have you here today. Today we're going to be talking about how God doesn't just move obstacles out of our way, but he tears them apart so that we can get through what we're going through, but also so his glory can shine. Much like I did in the Ruth episode yesterday, if you watched that or listened to that, we're going to be looking at stories more than just Bible verses. So today we're going to be looking at God parting the Red Sea, which is in Exodus 14, and then God backing up the flow of the Jordan River in Joshua 3. In both of these circumstances, I was really moved and thinking about this, how incredible it is that God chose to manipulate the water so the people could get through. God could have done anything he wanted to get them to the other side. He could have literally just poofed them to the other side, a little snap of a finger, a wiggle of a nose, right? Just boom, there, you're where you need to be. He could have built a bridge. He could have levitated them up and brought them to the other side because God can do whatever he needs to do. There's nothing out of realm out of the reach of possibility for God. But he chose to move the water, have the Israelites in both circumstances walk through the water to get to the other side. I think the obvious takeaway would be you still have to go through the obstacle, right? You still have to go through the situation to get to the other side. And we're going to talk about that. But I first want to point out the fact that there's a lot to point out. First and foremost, God does what he needs to do in his time, in his way, for his glory. Okay? God's glory was so evident when he moved that water in both circumstances. So he saved his people while also bringing glory to himself. That's incredible. So I want to start by saying that all of this God does for glorification, to reestablish, hey, I'm here, I've got you, I'm in charge. Another thing I want to point out is that if you read Joshua 3, you see that the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant were told, go to the river, the minute your feet hit the river, the flow will get backed up and you'll be able to walk through. For the Israelites in Exodus, right when they, right when the the Pharaoh and the remainder of the Egyptians were there ready to slaughter them, right when it seemed like there was nowhere else to turn, at the exact last minute, God moves the Red Sea. We don't know when God will break the obstacle for us. And it literally may be the moment we touch it. But we cannot run. Imagine if the Israelites, when God parted the Red Sea, imagine that some panicked and ran away to the other side. They never, ever would have been able to cross. It would have resulted in their own death. We cannot panic because it's not happening in our time, right? We cannot panic because we can't see 
how God is going to get us through. We have to stay calm and know who's in charge. That's what, that's the only way we're going to get through it. Another thing I want to point out is that God did not just poof them to the other side. He didn't levitate them to the other side. He made them walk through it. He made them go through the obstacle. You have to get through it, not over it. You have to. And along the way, it's okay to have moments of being scared. Imagine you're in front of a river and God backs up the flow and he says, walk. And mind you, the Jordan River is not like some tiny little skinny river, right? I'm originally from Wisconsin. So we have some uh, really, really skinny rivers. And then we have some like, you know, really big rivers. Um, but the Jordan River is, is wide, right? So this is not a little hop, skip and a jump. You know, you're going to be walking a little bit to get to the other side, you know, a little bit of time. Plus, you got to get all the Israelites through it. Imagine walking through that. You see the water to your side built up, a wall of water. And frankly, you know God's got it, but you also know that that could come crashing towards you at any second. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to tell God, hey, that water, like, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous that it's about to come crash and fall on me. It's okay. Tell God. Be honest with God. He's got you. He will comfort you. But know who's in charge. I find so much value in the fact that God took a seemingly impassable situation, made it passable, and the whole way through, his glory shined. I think about circumstances in my life when if it were to have been resolved the way I wanted it to have been resolved in the moment, God's glory wouldn't have been evident. God's always glorious, but it wouldn't have been as evident as it was when he did it his way. And because we should be doing everything for his kingdom and his glory, we should rejoice when a seemingly impassable obstacle becomes passable by his glory. Often we want the easy way, but the easy way doesn't glorify God. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Being a Christian is not easy. It's not easy to essentially say, okay, God, I'll do the really complicated way so your glory shines. It's not easy. I know that might be hard to say out loud sometimes. Like, I don't want to say that it's too hard to bring glory to God. It's doable. But it's going to be hard. It's okay to say, hey, bringing glory to you every time is hard, Lord. We should still try, strive to do it. But one of the ways we can do this is by letting go of the wheel and just let God get you through the obstacle. Because the way he gets you through will be nothing but glorious in his name. And you will have that as a constant reminder of what he did for you, how glorious he is, how faithful he is, and a reminder that he truly can do anything. You're probably not going to have to pass a river or a really giant sea. 
you're probably not going to need to do that. Um, but there are day-to-day things in life that we think there's no way around this. No way. Give you an example. When I was younger, there were times where there were bills that I would look at and think there is literally no way I can pay this. No way. I have absolutely no means to pay this bill this month. I don't. And then right when the deadline hit, suddenly I have the funds. I don't know where, I don't know how, I don't, it's just suddenly I'm able to pay that bill. God's glory shined. God's glory really shined. There were times where I'd be driving in extremely dangerous weather conditions and thinking, there is no way, there's no way I'm going to make it home safely if I keep going. So there was pieces of me that were like, I should just stop here. You know, I, I should just sleep in my car and get home when I can get home. And then I kept going because I knew God was leading me to keep going. And I made it home in one piece in a seemingly impassable route. What are some circumstances in your life that you can look back and say, there's no way, there's no way I have to just either sit here and dwell or like go around the situation somehow. Think of a, a time when that happened to you, but you didn't, and God moved the obstacle his way. If you can think of a time like that, I want you to also take a moment and praise God for that because the glory is his, not ours. Praise God that he moves things how it needs to be moved so we get through it and his glory still shines. So amazing. He truly is just the most faithful, glorious, wonderful father we could ever ask for. God bless every single one of you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm, I find this a great way to start the day. Remember that there's no obstacle he can't, he can't change. Stay on your course. Stay on the course God leads you to go. And he will 100% make a way for it to work, even when it seems impossible. You guys have a blessed and fabulous day. I'll speak to you all next time.